I mean, how would you feel if your football coach spent $350 million and didn't get dick squat out of it? You know what I mean? Like, what is it? $350 million they spent? Something like that on Jonu Smith and Aguilar and Bourne and all these other defensive pieces, Javon Gadshaw or whatever his name is, like all these other pieces. And then it's like the only one that's really showed up is probably Hunter Henry and the Gadshaw guy. And Judon, of course. And Judon, yeah, those are that's Ju- well money well spent. Aguilar Judon single handedly tried to win that game on Jonu uh, Smith. Night. That man was yeah. all over the field. It, it, the, my favorite part of the game was watching Judon just like in a because Justin Fields is so goddamn fucking quick. It seemed like every time they had a third and long, he just scrambled out of the pocket. Dude, he would drop down. the fucking ball, and we would over-pursue, and then he would just run up the lanes. I know. That he we dropped the ball twice. so many times. It's like he did it on purpose because he knew they would over-pursue, and then the front would be open. It's almost like they designed it that way. Okay, <laughs> let it hit your fingertips, drop on the ground, bend down, scoop it up, and peek up real quick and see where the defense is at. If they're all over around you, cut up the middle. And, you know, it just... That was all I watched every snap on defense. I watched Matthew Judon just abuse whatever offensive lineman he was on, and then it was just like a mind game. Like, him and Justin Fields were playing chess. It was fucking incredible to watch. Like, Judon, every play was just, like, trying to track him down. And, like, for the fact that he was in the backfield as much as he was, it literally felt like every single fucking play. To only have the three sacks, whatever he had, uh, it... It should have been more. He should have had. Like uh, that's what I'm saying. Applause to Justin Fields because the, yeah, that man was. I thought they were, had, defense was going to obliterate them. I even started them in the show. I had them in, yeah. as my as yep. my uh, sure did as the captain. Sure you know, fucking did because I was hoping like yeah, fuck yeah. And then next thing I know, they're just dicking. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Number one ranked defense, my ass, man. When it comes to the rush, M- Montgomery Herbert ran up through around. I mean, they just ran every all over them. It's like. It's like they thought they were going to be pushovers when they came in, the Bears, and then the Bears actually came to play, and they were like, uh-oh. You know? It's like right. they, they look past them. You know what I'm saying? So when them, I, I believe when them coaches say it's one game at a time because I believe some of them get cocky, you know, and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna win. we're going to win this game. It's not a problem. Do you, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, Because you hear that a lot, you know, and then it's like you – like the Jags coming out and shutting out the Colts. Do you know how shitty – how much they got shit on the next couple days on the radio, dude. It was <laughs> fucking disgusting. I was like, damn. Like I refuse to listen to sports radio. Once we drafted Mac, I was like, all right, I'm retiring from sports radio. Cause I listened to them absolutely belittle and berate Brady for my entire life. And I could only imagine what they were going to do to Mac, poor little Mac Jones. So I, I just, I opted. It out. sucks being back too. It's cause it's like, dude, you're the air, like the new, after Brady, you know, it's like no matter who took that job, they were not they're not going to live up to the expectations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you just have to do regardless. You still got to keep your head down and just do your own thing. I but, follow uh, all those fuckers on Twitter still. So like I still see their their hate speech and their slander, but it's I don't have to listen to it for hours at a time. I, I, I choose not to. I'm above that now. OK, good. <laughs> don't let them rent space in your head. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's kick this thing off. You ready? Yeah, I hit record a little while ago. Um, so welcome to the Dirty Thirty. I am. All oh, right. Uh, this is the incredible Bobo Jones. How you fucking doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Good. I the football combo was flowing, so I just let. Oh, it go. dude, I, I probably got... hit it about five minutes too late, but it's it's whatever. It's all right. We're it's in. All right. 
Um, so let's get into some uh, Dubs Diamond, shall we? Hit it up. <clears throat> All right. So let's start with QB this week, number five, as we were speaking about just now, branting about the Patriots. Justin Fields, 20.4, just running away from the Patriots defense all night long. It was sickening. Dude, remember I texted you after the third down of 15, and I just said, what the fuck was that? I'm like, dude, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I had so many people messaging me, and just, they're like, what the fuck's going on, man? How you doing? I just said, no questions, please. I'm like, dude, anyone that Anyone that messaged me, I said, no questions. Fuck. He's just fast as fuck. That's what it is. I bet he, I he's bet got he, good ball carrier vision. A plus ball carrier vision. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, have you ever seen those that ch- professional chase tag shit? Yeah, the world chase tag. Yeah. There. Oh my yeah, god, he would kill it in that. Oh yeah, he'd be so like, good. In. It's like a game of tag mixed with parkour and. All yeah, in one. It's, it's like I picture it as like an extreme pl- playground, and they're like, "You gotta fucking play tag, go for it." And it's just like the the best tag players in the world. I don't know, dude. They got but that sh- shit's super entertaining. They got stuff called tech ball, where you kick it and you have to kick it across the table and land on the other Can side. It's like it? it's like table tennis, but you're playing with your feet in a soccer ball. It's weird. You have to serve it like you can hit it off your body to set it up so the guy can jump up it was bizarre it was like on one of those espn the ocho the ocho ocho slaps it's like ocho's so good people always trying to uh reinvent the wheel you know spare me (laughs) i won that tournament fucking chuck norris (laughs) Uh, dude it it was a great movie man uh patrick mahomes 26.9 uh, just throwing all over that San Francisco defense. That was tough stuff. Christian McCaffrey was supposed to be the answer. Let me ask you something real quick. Did they overpay? Yes. For okay. a running back that is only, yes. I think he's only played like 16 of their last Dude, did they give games five or picks? something. Is it five picks or four? Four. It's a two, three, four, and then four. A, what, a five in the next year? Yeah, something like that. Oh, my God. For an injury-prone uh. running back that's probably got two to three years of his prime left if that yeah and you know he's gonna get more like shanahan is gonna move him around more but that's just gonna open him up to more wear and tear you know and for a team that has a starting quarterback that they were ready to just like toss aside shopping him to everybody didn't believe in anymore starting a rookie over him unproven uh, to go all in on a team that you think is going to win a Super Bowl with that guy starting at quarterback who you just fucking, uh, I don't know, wild decisions. If I was him, me and if I was Jimmy Garoppolo, I would make John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan stand I would, there. I would literally walk and in. Make them tell me, make them tell me, we need you. <laughs> yeah, I we need would, you. I'm the best Jimmy. You're the best Jimmy. I would, yeah, 100%. You're the best, I would walk into that facility every day. I love day. you, Jimmy. Drop my fucking pants to the floor and want them to come into the room and just tell me how great I am. Yes. Like, <laughs> Jimmy's calves are number one. <laughs> Jimmy's, Jimmy's elbows shoulder. are number one. Jimmy's Jimmy's hairy chest is number one. Number one. <laughs> we need you, Jimmy. <laughs> Carl Sands like, please, please, Jimmy, run my offense. Let me sleep at your house. Oh my god. Run my offense. Please, Jimmy. You know somebody in that building somewhere at some point when Trey Lance got hurt went, can we just start Debo at quarterback? 
quick, someone so, focus in on Jimmy. <laughs> when Trey Lance went down, the cameraman was like, yo, look over at Jimmy. Is he smiling? Jimmy, is he smiling? <laughs> oh my god, I swear to god, his pupils just turned to dollar signs. <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh shit. <laughs> Does he have green eyes? No, that's the dollar oh. signs in them. Oh, oh my shit. Gosh. Daniel Jones, 28.8. Big game. Dude, how much him. you want to bet? No oh, th- you're welcome, by the way. Yo, you want to hear some shit on DraftKings? You want to know what happened to me? Oh, have, you ever gotten, have you ever gotten a duplicate lineup on accident yes. of your lineup? Okay, when I talk to you and change my lineup, I changed the duplicate. And it went with the one before it. So, what? okay, so I edited the the duplicate for some reason, and it, but it didn't take it. It only took the last one that I did, and oh. I, mean, I won money on that one. Yeah, so I would have won more money, and I'm like, I I swore it off. I was like, I'm quitting. I'm not playing again. That was like a rookie mistake. I was sh- happy. I was dancing in the living room, you know, because everybody was doing great, and then I went to look at it, and it was <laughs> – you talk about from glee to fucking heartache. Oh, glee to glue. The yes. Baba Jones story. Dude, seriously, I had to call an 800 number. Like, I was there. I was, <laughs> I was, I was fucking there. Oh, even talking about it just makes me... Oh, God. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. I yeah, like I, Kyle I, Shanahan. I pretty much... I felt I pretty... like Kyle Shanahan when fucking Trey Lance went down. And he goes, fuck, I gotta go talk to Jimmy. <laughs> shit. I was just trying to trade this. Fucking oh shit! I fucking, I pretty much broke even in DraftKings this week. I had uh, I was up like fifteen bucks at one point. Then went down fifteen bucks. Then like went up. That's 10, what I won. I, lo- I ended up losing like <laughs> eight or something. But it was pretty. It was pretty. Could have been worse. Could have been better. Could have been worse. Yeah, I won fifteen bucks. I, if Amon Ross and Brown and Brees Hall didn't get hurt, I would have had big money because they were in my they were in both my winning lineups. Like the teams, the lineups that made money both had Amon Ross and Brees Hall in it, who went out in the first quarter. Because <laughs> that that original lineup had Jack Prescott in it, Jacobs, and Ken Walker. So Jacobs and Ken Walker actually helped me, you know. Yeah. 100%. So, but yeah, but okay, yeah. Go ahead, finish up. Uh, Andy Dalton, 29.5, and my nice cast of the week, your number one QB, Joe Burrow, 39.2 points, 481 yards. He had 400-plus yards with, like, 10 minutes to go in the third. It's fucking incredible. Uh, Here's a good stat for you. Joe Burrow has made 33 NFL starts, an absurd five of them have resulted in 400-plus passing yards with three-plus passing TDs. The record for most 400-yard passing games is held by Drew Brees. He made 287 starts and had 16 of them. Uh, So almost a third of the way to Brees' record with... uh, His third year? Uh, 15th of the starts. (laughs) He's a fucking animal, man. Uh, most uh, 400 I'll... yard passing games within right, the I'm first gonna... three seasons, too. I'm going to hit my uh, nice cast real quick since you brought yours out. My nice cast this week is Mr. Donta, uh, Deonta Foreman. Mike Clay said, don't play him versus the number one rush defense. Deontay Foreman felt otherwise. Foreman put his giant nuts on Clay's eyes and let his cock lay over his nose. Mike Clay is the new owner of a Roman helmet because <laughs> Devonta Foreman just gave him one. Said, I don't give a shit that it's the number one defense. I'm playing for a fucking job. <laughs> Telling uh, you, man, playing for a job is is a extreme motivator. 
<laughs> Mike Roman he ran, Helmet Clay. <laughs> yes, he ran. Dude, he ran all over them, man. Fucking Brady got shut out by the Panthers. Oh, that Tampa Bay offense is a mess, man. Yeah, Brady got beat by an XFL QB. That's tough. A guy that was bagging groceries. <laughs> Brady, I guarantee you he didn't shake his hand. Just like he didn't shake Foles after he lost to him in the Super Bowl. Like, I ain't shaking that bitch's hand. <laughs> PJ dog walker, because he just fucking dog walked Brady. That was Basically. Brutal. Oh, man. So, yeah. Deontay Foreman, Joe Burrow, the... Nice cast of the week. Perfect. Well, speaking of running backs, let's hit the next group for Dubs Diamonds. Ramondre Stevenson, number five, 23.8. Aaron Beast. Jones, 28.6. Finally doing something. Good for him. Uh, let's see what happens when he gets more than, like, you know, eight yeah. catches. He's the only guy producing. He had nine catches. Nobody wants to catch. Did you see Aaron Jones? Uh, at, uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers, he just... Literally said, "What the fuck are we doing?" <laughs> like he just threw his hands up and said, "What the fuck are we doing?" <laughs> Everybody was dropping shit left and right in the middle of an NFL game. He looked at his coach and said, "What, what the, the fuck, fuck are we, are we doing?" doing? <laughs> He's like, "I, I give up." I, he literally looks like a man that, like, he looked like me when I found out my lineup didn't go through. Uh, he just was like, yeah, "What the fuck?" Of course, it's me. You know, bad luck, dude. It's just. Oh, oh fuck! What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Green Bay Packers 2022 season. What's sad is that his coach went back in the mic and said, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I don't." Know. I don't know. He said, "We're gonna go around the room real quick, like it was NASA, like like the Apollo 13 and shit, where they were venting oxygen out into space." He goes, "Oh yeah, we're venting." He goes, "Yeah, hold on a second, we're gonna go around the room here and get some ideas." <laughs> That's what he did on the mic. He said, "Anybody got any ideas for Aaron?" He goes, "Nope, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine, Aaron." Just tell him to wing it. <laughs> uh, we are trying to play football. Number three, mess, dude. Kenneth Walker, 28.8. A team that's not a mess. Your first place, Seattle Seahawks. Yep, we'll see them later in a little uh, contender, pretender. Cox slapping the Rams. Cox slapping the 49ers. Geno Smith said, here I am. Number two, dude, It's Austin not even Eckley. just him. It's Walker, too. Walker's like, yeah, hey, you want some? Disley's like, yeah, I can, I can throw Walker a helmet or two. Kenneth Walker 168 yards. What's up? Yeah, Chargers sure. suck my right nut and then fondle the left one a little. <laughs> While I draped the cock across your forehead for another Roman helmet. Sausage grind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Austin Eckler, 35.7. Big game from him. 96 Beast. yards through the air. 12 catches. He said, he said Isaiah Spiller, who? Nah. Yeah. Kenan, my bags. Kenan Allen, like who? Like you? Like your Christian Leitner for the dream team. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, 36.5, 143 yards on the ground. Three tutties. I, that was a late addition to my lineup. Again, if Brees Hall didn't get hurt, we were winning big money this weekend. Dude, it's, we you, keep getting real fucking close. Real fucking you close. Should, you should have, I think Jacobs is like a lineup lock. I think Jacobs is a lineup yeah, lock because of the volume he gets. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you no, want to hear like, one for this weekend? Zeke versus the Bears, sixty two hundred currently on DraftKings. Love that. He's out. Zeke is out. Yes, Tony Zeke's Pollard is starting this week. Yep. They were just talking about it. Zeke is out this week. 
fuck. To the shoulder or something. Knee. Yeah, mispractice. Tony Pollard is only 5,800, I think. By next week. Yeah, he's definitely not playing. Tony, well, yeah. then, yeah, Tony Pollard, 5,800. Even motherfucking better. Yeah, now you can throw in some. Yeah, actually, have a, we have some people sending That's some questions about some DraftKings stuff. Oh, uh, do we? I got a couple yes. questions myself. Um, let's wrap these up, and then we'll get to some uh, some more shit. Number five, Paris Campbell, 23. Juju Smith-Schuster, 25.4. Nicole Hardman, the other Chiefs receiver, 28. Again, they were just deep-dicking the 49ers uh, defense. And speaking of deep-dicking, Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase, Oil Can and Mr. Gritty himself, 33 and 29.5, respectively. I almost sat Boyd, right? <laughs> and then I just remember you saying no. You're like, hey, set it and just just leave it and set it, Dad. Just just set yeah, it and leave it and just leave it. Yes, I keep nitpicking it. I keep, right, so I just left it. And then it's... Dude, not even like two minutes later, it's a Tyler Boyd 59-yard touchdown from Joe Burrow. Then at halftime, he had 100-and-something yards. I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, massive game. They're going to have to. Yeah, there's no run game there. Uh, Tight ends, David Njoku, 14.1. Patty Fries, Mr. Muth, 15.5 for him. Uh, Both those guys picked up injuries, though, so we'll see what happens this week. Travis Kelsey, 15.8. Again, don't think we've ever not had him on the top five in the history of the show. Number two, Juwan Johnson, 20.2, two receiving touchdowns. More on that Cardinals defense later. George Kittle, 21.8. Big stuff Mm. from Mr. George Kittle. Another George Kittle sighting back-to-back weeks. They need him. I thought they were going to look real good with CMC in there. Granted, he had, you know, know, not a lot of... you know, time to get up to speed. You know what I'm saying? But CMC still. had uh, pitch right, pitch left, zone right, zone left, dive. Those that was what CMC did all day. <laughs> anyway, um, we're people too. I remember we're people week. too. The Dallas Cowboys for Dallas. the defense: two interceptions, six points allowed, 312 yards allowed, five sacks, four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries. 23 points uh, defense just shit all over Detroit but then again it's Detroit ladies and gentlemen this just in the channel 5 news desk play everybody versus Detroit uh, the kicker this week for we're people too Justin Tucks J Tucks 3 for 3 field goals 2 field goals of 30 plus 1 field goal 50 plus 2 for 2 extra points 13 these were our highest scoring defense and kicker of the week Hit some busts real quick. Love it. Actually, hit me. Let me get your nitty pow real quick before we hit the busts. My nitty pow this week is Mr. Gus Bus, Gus Edwards. 18.6 mm. points. Uh, first uh, appearance since last season. Got activated off the IR right before kickoff. Um, tough stuff. Or got activated right before kickoff. Regardless, it fucked Kenyon Drake. It fucked my sleepers. It was bad stuff, and he had to be mentioned. So, uh, fuck you, Gus Edwards, but you're the nitty pow this week. Congratulations. Well, and shifting from one Baltimore Ravens running back to the other one, we'll hit some busts. Number one this week, Kenyon Drake. The aforementioned Kenyon Drake that just got fucked. 11 carries, five yards, zero for one receptions, point five. Not only did the Browns get run over by the Gus Bus, but so did Drake. Uh, number four this week, a regular on the list. Who I'm, I don't. I'm just starting to think he might be a bust. Any, you know, in real life, let alone for fantasy. Mr. Kyle Pitts, 
Three for five receptions, nine yards, three point nine. Couldn't read my writing there. Uh, is Pitts a, <laughs> uh, is Pitts a, is Pitts a legit bust? I mean, we know he is here, but in real life, or is it just because they they run a lot? I think they just run a lot. Don't have a QB that can get it to him. When he, I mean, he looks fucking incredible. Okay. All right, number three this week, Keenan Allen, two for two receptions, 11 yards, 3.1, first game back. Should have stayed on the sideline, you think, and just waited to come back after the bye? Yeah, They have probably. a bye this week. Probably. Yeah, I'm, You've missed yeah, so many I agree games with that. already. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, what's another one, right? Right. Uh, number two, Cortland Sutton, three for nine receptions, 23 yards, 5.3. No Russell Wilson hurt there. Did you see the latest Russell Wilson drama? I have not. Uh, apparently, he was doing his words. He was doing stretches and working out in the aisle of the team flight for four of the eight hours of said team flight while teammates are trying to sleep. Middle of the night. Really? Yeah, somebody uh, tweeted this it out. fucking weird, Somebody man. tweeted I, I... out, and KJ Hamler retweeted it and said, no lie. Oh, they don't like him, do they? They hate him. They do. Like that's what that's what Cam said too. Cam Chancellor and Richard, Richard Sherman, Sherman said that and, they, none uh, of Marshawn them Lynch. like. Yeah, like Marshawn they Lynch said them. he had to go through an, uh, his agent to even talk to him. Yeah, he's uh, he said that uh, and that when he was in Seattle, that Pete Carroll would show him favoritism and shit, talking about like they he couldn't get hit in practice and shit and all this other stuff. And then Richard Sherman was like, "No, fuck! Oh no!" Uh, Richard Sherman kept intercepting him and kept talking shit to him and talking shit to him. And Pete Carroll told him to knock it off that they hold him to a different standard because he's a quarterback. And he was like, no, fuck that, man. If you're a Seahawk, you're a Seahawk. It don't matter if you're a quarterback or free safety or if you're the fucking punter. Like, you're a member of the team. You you go through it. That's what makes us stronger, you know? <laughs> so that's like, he, I don't know, something Here about they either did. Like, they dogged his wedding or something, too. Russell Wilson worked out and stretched for four of the eight hours on the flight from Denver to London. Said he was doing high knees in the aisle when the rest of the guys were asleep. <sighs> you know what he reminds me of? What's he that? reminds me of the dude where, like, you know, when I was, you know, on the inside, right? Uh, and being like a dorm. There's always that one asshole, it's like midnight, one in the morning, that wants to slam the cards down when he shuffles on the metal desk, on the metal little tables they have in there. And it just echoes throughout the whole fucking dorm, you know? And you're like, dude, shut up. Everybody's yelling at him. He's like, Ch -ch -ch. that's what that's what Russell Wilson reminds me of. He's like that annoying dude that you just don't like, you know? And they paid 280, 200, was it 45 million to this bum? Russell it's Wilson's just... the kid that, like, you know, when you go to Subway and they have, like, the glass. Like in front of the food, right? Yeah. Not that I go to Subway all the time, but um, he's the kid that points at the he like p touches the glass. He's like, I want that, I want that, I want that. And he touches yes. the glass every time. That's Russell Wilson. Yeah, I I I don't like him. And then, and like, is there a way for them he to get? He out? tucks his pants into his socks. Is there a way for him to get? Oh, is there a way for Denver to get out of that no. contract? Nope. Enjoy. Oh All right. Uh, number one. It's on probably the, the least sleep. tradable contract in the NFL right now. And no one would want him anyway. Uh, Garrett That's Wilson. 
four for five receptions, 24 yards, 6.4. Is that a Denver defense thing or a Zach Wilson thing? And what is up with Elijah Moore wanting out? I don't really know about any of that, to be honest. The Elijah Moore thing was weird to me because they kind of had a romance last year. Right? Like, when Zach Wilson came back, everybody, in fantasy regards, was like, all right, fucking Elijah Moore's going to get some love now, finally. And it hasn't really been the case. And, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird to me. Um, I know. They went to this run game. And I just uh, – Denver defense thing. Um, I don't know. The Denver defense kind of surprised me this season. They've been a lot better than I expected them to be. But they don't, like – I don't know. To me, they don't have that big-name playmaker that kind of, like, changes everything. Like, uh, even the Bears the other night. Like, Rokon Smith is a game-changer. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. The Broncos have a bunch of guys. They don't have the guys. I don't know. I do like Sertain. I think Sertain, Sertain is Sertain, that. Sertain is that. I agree. Yeah, but it's hard for... Oh, my God. I just started playing an ad. Um, Sertain is really fucking good, but I... It's hard to... It's hard to ch- completely change a game as a corner because they can just not throw at you. Right. They go to the other guy who's right. not as good. Right. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, my queef for the week this week. I originally was going to give it to Andrews, but I knew he wasn't 100%. Um, so I gave it to Mr. Romeo Dubs, who went 0 for 4 receptions, zero points. Again, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Uh, Dubs wasn't catching anything Tanyan wasn't catching anything Lazard wasn't catching anything I think the one lone bright spot of that whole game I believe was Sammy Old Man Watkins You know So they are a mess And they are in trouble Now before we get into some sleepers We're going to hit up a little contender Pretender, are you ready to go? These are the top one, two teams and all the divisions. I, do you want like an explanation or am I just contender, pretender, contender? Uh, you just tell me, you tell me what you think. I'll agree with you. And then you give me a reason. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Ready? The bills are five and one contender, pretender, contender. Of course. Yes, I agree. They're probably their favorite for the Super Bowl. My only issue is. Can their secondary Gabe Davis sketchy. Be, yes. Their secondary is sketchy. And can Gabe Davis be consistent all the time. You know what I mean? Like I he has if... a monster game here and then he has a couple all right games and he has a monster game here and then you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. can he be consistent? Like you need that consistency later on. I think if I was the Bills, I would go get another weapon and make Gabe Davis not have to be consistent. Right. I do like the Shakir Khalil uh Shakir. I think he I think Shakir and I think Kenzie he... are both them. like okay. They're like not gonna change the game but right i I, I think shakir has more potential than mckenzie oh 100 he's like five but, years younger too right like so and then he's better than um crowder and whoever else they have there okay the jets they're five and one by the way the bills are five and one the jets are five and one contender pretender the jets yes uh pretender i agree especially not that hall out now we'll see what happens Yes, that defense is young, and can they overcome that injury? Because he was putting up a lot of their offense. Um, speaking of, let me. My question pertains to Brees Hall and the Jets. Okay, that I have here. So let me. Uh, we have a question from Woody Humpman. Uh, with my main squeeze, Brees Hall done for the year. Who are some guys I could pick up and plug into the lineup? H A L L Brees, Brees, Brees. Okay. Um, 
first of all, I think you can either scoop up Chuba Hubbard, you could scoop up Deontay Foreman. I think both of them are good additions from the waiver wire. If you can find them, if you can find uh, Tyler Algier out there, go scoop him up as well. Um, maybe get, you get the aforementioned Gus Edwards, as we were talking about earlier, not Kenyon Drake, Gus Edwards. I do think Foreman has more uh, is better than Hubbard. I know Hubbard got the touchdown, but I think Foreman is better. And Algier, I think, gets more run. They gave him more volume. Let's see what he can do this week against the Panthers' shitty run defense. All right, back to contender pretender. Okay, I agree. The Jets are pretenders. Ready? We're going to go through the Chiefs, five and two. Contender. Chargers, four and three. Pretender. Yes, I believe they got to get healthy. They need, they're very banged up, and their defense has not lived up to the hype. Okay, Baltimore, four and three. Contender, but they have a problem with the Bengals, who I believe is the next question. Cincinnati, four and three. Yeah, Bengals are more of a contender than Baltimore, I think. And their defense is better, and they don't disappear in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they also have an easier schedule, and I think Cincinnati ends up winning that division. I do think Baltimore is a playoff team. We'll see what happens from there. Okay. Uh, Just a little side question here. How they do this year, does it affect Lamar Jackson's money? Mm, Slightly not much. I mean, okay. if he go, they go out and win a Super Bowl, he's going to get more money, obviously. Okay. The but Titans if just like a first-round exit, I think it, it probably won't impact it all that much. Okay, Titans are 4-2, and two, contender, pretender. Pretender, their defense isn't all that great. I believe a Harold Landry's out holes. for the season. Yep. And um, cool. their offense is obviously one person, so you can't really – get through the whole season like that uh the, their only benefit is that they're in an absolute dog shit division and they just beat the colts so yep the colts are three and three contender pretender pretender okay here we go I philly six and oh. <laughs> yeah i don't like it either philly six and oh uh contender because their offense is Probably one of the best in the NFL. Just all around great. They have AJ Brown a top threat. They have and top uh, Devontae Smith, who's pretty much like the perfect number two receiver you could have. Uh, their run game is the best in the league with Sanders, Jalen Hurts, Gainwell, and Scott. They're fucking killing it. Their offensive line has been awesome for years, and their defense, like you said, is a top ten defense. And I only think they're going to get better throughout the season. They have the softest schedule in the NFL and they very well could go undefeated as much as it yeah, hurts the, to say the G-men six and one pretenders because as much as well as Daniel Jones has been I mean they it's the Giants they'll fuck it up and Daniel Jones is not that guy they don't have an offense like it's sake again Saquon versus the world do you think they took Matt Ryan out their defense Sam however in because the Colts were winning too many games and they want them to tank no no? Okay. I think Matt Ryan's done. The okay. defense was uh the defense for the Giants is incredible and that's the only Top thing to these wins. Uh Brian Dable also coach of the year, hundred percent. Yep, hands down. Um he's got my vote. The yep. Seahawks four and three. <laughs> I can't call the Giants pretenders and not call the Seahawks pretenders. Okay, I pretenders. agree with you there. Pretty the Rams. much the exact same thing. Okay, the um, Rams are three and three. The Rams are one of those teams where they'll find a way to make the playoffs and make it interesting. And at some point, probably in January, some like we're all gonna sit here and go, oh, the Rams are 
probably have a good shot to go back to the Super Bowl. Like they just have that ire about them. That Aaron Donalds and that defense pretty much remain unchanged. They've been really good for years now. So a lot of O line problems too. Yeah, that's the thing is their offense needs to get its shit together. Um, yeah, they haven't started one. They haven't started a, uh, any same lines in back to back games at all this year. Each game, it's been a different lineup of offensive linemen. There's no consistency there. Uh, the Vikings five and one. Contender, I like the Vikings. I do too. That defense is young, but it's coalescing. Packers, and they and still four. have Harrison Smith fucking shit up at however old he is now in the fucking back there. That guy's a the dog. Green I Bay. fucking love Harrison Smith. The Green Bay, what the fuck are we doing, Packers? <laughs> Three and four. Again, same thing. Like again, and probably sometime in January, we're gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, they fucking turned it around, huh?" They okay, still here we won go. the NFC North, but they're really fucking bad right now. I really it's, think it's the Vikings it division. If they get in, it's to gonna lose. be a wild. Yeah, it's yeah. a lose. I think Green Bay, if they get in, has to be as a wild card team. And I don't know. I don't All right, know. here we go. The Bucks in Atlanta both are three and four. This division's a shit show too. Um, yeah, you're gonna be under five hundred and be in first. This may not be a popular popular opinion, but I think the Falcons are better than the Bucks. I know it's, dude. Do you want to hear something that's not unpopular opinion? Wait till we get to our sleepers. <laughs> All right. Can't wait. I mean, that's next up anyway, right? It is actually. I do have a question though for you. I also have one too. Okay, here we go. Nine nine eleven was an inside job. Wants to know, could you rock Waddle and Hill in DraftKings this week versus Detroit? Hill is eighty five hundred and Waddle is sixty four. My kind of cat. Um, I like. To have one receiver, I I'm not I know people find success with this like uh, stacking up a game, like a double stack, finding yeah. a blowout, and you know just running up the score. I get that and I like it. It's just personally it's what I'm doing risky. It, it's yeah, it is risky. It's hard to do, and I kind of like to spread my wealth out a little bit more. But then you could argue that you have to pick the one touchdown, like the touchdown guy in each game, which I mean I feel like is a little easier to do than pick the right blowout. But um. If you're going to go with any double stack this weekend like that, I think that's the one. Like you said, the value is pretty decent. Um, they got a really favorable matchup, and if you're throwing those two in, why not put two at QB? Fuck it. Yeah, he's sixty six hundred. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I might run a lineup with that. $3. Okay, here we Fuck go. It. Here we go. Uh, the Reverend Fridge Wilkerson wants to know if uh, should Hubbard or Foreman be considered locks in locks as a flex or is that matchup based i mean we just saw this weekend people were saying not like you said not to yeah. play them against got his first roman helmet they, roman helmet in them, <laughs> so i'm scared to say anything other than that they're flex lock i don't okay. want a roman helmet all right uh cornucopia jones wants the best way to rebuild in dynasty this Cornucopia Jones. I feel like this is you <laughs> trying to blow up your team. Um, I, it's draft picks, right? I mean, you got to pick. Yeah, the, just, you got to take the pieces of your team that are worth keeping around. You got to look two to three years in the future. Uh, are they still going to be? Uh, if they're a uh, top guy now, are they still going to be that in two to three years? If the answer is no, they got to go. 
and if they're uh, somebody with a high floor or high ceiling, excuse me, the, those are the guys you want to load up on. High ceiling guys and uh, draft picks. Okay, well, when I uh, see Cornucopia, I will uh, let them know. <laughs> yeah, you let them know that. <laughs> okay, and uh, finally, uh, Adolph Lundgren wants to know uh, the, the commander's defense at Indy this week for 2600 the Rams versus the 49ers for 2700 or flip it and go with the 49ers defense versus the what Rams. What was the first one? It is the Commanders versus Indy with that rookie Ellinger in there. 2600. They might have a little extra juice. They're probably going to throw the ball downfield a little bit more. I don't – I'm talking myself out of it. I don't like the Commanders. Okay. I uh, kinda, my problem, I hate paying up for defenses. I always find, I not, one, I always find one at like the last minute. Somewhere yes. in like the twenty-five to tw- to three thousand. Three thousand the most yeah. I'll pay. The yeah, I usually most. just take the lowest the lowest one and just chuck it in there because they're so hard to you know. Or I try to pick one that has a decent pass rush. I just know that the Rams have a shitty O line, you know, as we were talking about. And I try to the, find one that's playing a QB that makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and Stafford went three weeks, three games in a row, I believe, where he had one touchdown and like six or seven turnovers. So, yeah. but yeah, the San Francisco. Or that somebody's nice fumble rush. prone, like if somebody's playing like a Denver. I yeah, love, I love those defenses. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, uh, um, I have one question for you before we hit sleepers. Okay, uh, this one is from Captain Jag Sparrow. Is Travis Etienne a legitimate RB one after his recent performances and the James Robinson move? As much as I hate to having to say this, yes. I mean, who's gonna take anything from him behind him? Uh, what's it's him his and name? Christian Kirk. That's it. It's no, offense. no, but the running back behind him, I believe his name is Blackshear, something like that. Or, or am I thinking of the wrong team? Mm, I have no idea. Oh no, that's Carolina. Name. I'm sorry, that's Carolina. Uh, who's in? I can't even think of who the kid's name is in Jacksonville. Is it, that's behind Etienne. But Etienne's gonna feast. Is it Darnell um, Wall? No, he's in. Houston. No, he's in Houston. Yeah, I think Travis Etienne is a mid to. Mid to high, maybe RB two. I'm sure they're trending somewhere on sleeper. Because now he's going to get all of it. No more worrying about James Robinson. Even when James Robinson came in for them seven, eight, nine touches, I think he's going to flourish over there in New Jersey. I think it might take a game or two, you know. But I think he does well. Well, there you go, the Mister Mister Sparrow and Lundgren. You've got your answers. <laughs> uh, here we go. So some for some sleepers this week. Uh, you want to? last week's yeah let's uh i believe i had tony pollard tyler algier tua tua and then i sat antonio gibson but with all that i believe i had 33 33 14 was my total for the week that is correct 33 3384 3384 okay that's uh yeah that's good stuff. Uh, you know what mine was? What was that? Uh, negative two. Ouch. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. So is that That's four in a row for that. me, or yeah. is it five? Sure, it's four. It's four? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I couldn't. So you win the first three, and then I got the last four? Yes, sir. Okay. Tough right. stuff. Well, in honor of that, I will. But going back to last season, bit. that's pretty much like a four. I think that's a five run for me and a four run for you. Okay, we'll see what happens this week. See if we keep it going. Oh, I also would like to 
let people know I also did win my first game of the year this week in the cash league. I'm one and six. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Trying to win at least maybe four or five games so that maybe your pick slides down a little bit, but it's yeah, the best uh, I can do. I'm going to have two high draft picks. We'll see. Still got, what, eight games to go? Yes. Yeah, there's 15 games. So, All right, you can have first pick this week, sir. All right, my first pick for sleepers this week is going to be DJ Moore. Oh, you fucker. A solid week last week. I don't know if Sam Darnold is starting, but I know he is practicing last week, so... Uh, if he is starting that DJ Moore love fest, it's going to be right back on. But he even had a good week with PJ Walker last week. I think DJ Moore is back. Um, if you've waited this long, or you still have him on your bench somewhere, or even in your starting lineup, keep him there. Fucking throw him on in, because I think it's time. Okay, I had him as my number three right here. Circle, DJ Moore versus a- Atlanta's AJ Terrell might not be out this weekend. Yeah, you got might, might not be playing. Week. Uh, he did show some signs of life. There's nobody else. Two games in a row with double digit points as well. Also, I thought they I were gonna have this week. I thought they were gonna have AJ Terrell on um Jamar Chase in that game. And he wasn't. He was on T. Higgins. So maybe AJ Terrell covers Terrace Marshall. Ooh, maybe. But I didn't think I of that. I figured see. he would shadow more. Okay, my first pick this week is going to be Raheem Mostert versus Detroit. Nothing fancy here, people. It's fucking Detroit. Bottom in every category for defense, probably attendance too. Who knows? Uh, again, they brought in Chase Edmonds to help. Uh, for supposedly, was supposed to be the guy. Turns out he's not the guy. He's just a guy. Uh, so uh, Mostert has outsnapped him. I don't know. It's it's not even close, right, Dubs? It's pretty far in uh, most of its favor. Uh, yes, correct. So and one pride, give, go Lions. Yes, and give me one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you friends with? Uh, what's his name? Daniel Dopp. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, give me some Raheem Mostert this week in a uh, super, super plus matchup versus Detroit. Oh, I just ripped a hangnail. It's a bleeder. Ah, uh, them are rough, man. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I'm playing through the pain. It's like a soldier going to war. <laughs> this hurts more than childbirth. I I assure you. Anyway, I got my boots. I got my gun. <laughs> I walked to war to have some fun. <laughs> Number two pick this week, Michael Carter. Uh, Despite the James Robinson trade, I don't know if he's going to be working with a full playbook. Uh, Michael Carter is still probably going to be the third down back there. Regardless, still going to get some passing love. Um, He obviously has been there longer, been healthy, so I I like Michael Carter this week. I like that as well because the New England Patriots defense just got gashed by Montgomery. Fields, White. Okay, and I think even Cole Komet rumbled a little bit against him. He did do a little um, rumble, and there was a Cole Komet sighting. Um, okay. Oh, shit. We got pumpkins. I've just seen it. All right. Uh, my second pick this week is going to be Mr. Miles Sanders versus Pitt. DC just ran up, in, over, and under the Steelers. Blowout potential here. I love the matchup. 
Love it. Steelers defense has not been the same without Watt. I feel like they get a little bit worse and worse and worse every game, you know? So I think this might be the one where they get shit on real bad right here from Detroit plus, um, excuse me, from Philly. They are also um, rested from the bye. This is also the battle of Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh versus Philly. Give me some Miles Sanders. All right. Uh, my final pick is Irv Smith going mm. against the Cardinals defense. I told you Draft to get games. back to them. Juwan Johnson had two touchdowns against them this weekend. Um, they The least amount of points they've uh, allowed to a tight end this season is 4.9 to Tommy Tremble. Shout out Tommy Tremble from last season. Mm, um, I remember Tommy T. Tommy T. The Trembler. Um, he's... And obviously, not a good tight end. Even he got five points against the Cardinals. Uh, I love Irv Smith to get a tutty this weekend. $3,300 in DraftKings. If you multiply that by three, that's only... uh, Ten points. Yeah, you only need to get ten points out of him. I think you get that all day. I even think he gets a touchdown this week, too. That's what I said. I think 13 points in a tutty. I'm telling fucking take that. Okay, you took DJ Moore from me, so I am going to have to take... I'm going to go with my nice cast. He gave that Roman helmet out. He buffed it. He shined it. He made sure it fit. I am going to pull him out this weekend. Spit shine. Yes, you went with DJ Moore. I'm going to go with his teammate, Deontay Foreman. I think he is better than Hubbard. And Hubbard is fragile. Deontay Foreman, who looks like he might or might not wrestle grizzly bears or, you know, maybe could probably take probably take down a woolly mammoth if they were still alive i mean i put money on it you know probably he dabbles in hand-to-hand combat with large mammals he does he could totally fight a grizzly bear for a fucking salmon on the side of a stream so i can see it happening and and people put yes and people put money down on him so give me some deontay foreman this week my sit this week give me the one in the pads yeah. yeah he's gonna catch the salmon first with the predator dread with the predator dreads uh <laughs> Anybody with predator dreads, you know, is fucking a badass. Anyway, nice. uh, my sit this week, I can't believe I'm actually going to do this. This man has won seven Super Bowls, but he looks like he should have stayed retired. He just got shit on by the Panthers. My sit this week is Mr. Tom Brady. Thomas Edward Brady. Bold sit. On the bench this week. I've got a bold sit, too. Last game, look at this. I got some here. Last game, 290 yards, no touchdowns. Week before, 243 yards, one touchdown. I will say, though, no INTs last five games, but 213 attempts last five games as well. No run game like the Rams as well. Fournette is not getting it done, so Brady's having to throw. I mean, he's had. A, I think he's thrown it at least 50-plus times in two or three games this year. It is a mess. And Tampa. Who do you got? Najee Harris. Oh. Um, Another no, disappointment. No games this year with 20-plus touches. Bad stuff. 100%. Only one touchdown this season. And uh, 120 yards combined in his last three games. Oh, dude, that's ugly. They're going to be down to the Eagles. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Eagles have a good defense. I... If you got Renaji, you're probably already done with him. First round pick has not lived up to the hype, so let's go ahead and. I'm not even week. starting. I'm not even starting Deontay this week, and 
in the Dirty Dozen League. I'm he's on the bench. I'm starting Moore and Boyd. Yeah, so like I'm that. rocking with, and then three running backs: Algier, Stevenson, and either Antonio Gibson or Foreman is my flex. Uh, I here, I got, a, yet. I got a dirty thirty question for you: Wandell or Alec Pierce this week? Oof! With Sam Ellinger, give me Wandell. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Until you see what he looks like, I've yeah. even sat Pittman in a couple leagues where I had an, another wide receiver because I'm just. I think of it. Pittman gets more rub. You think so? Yeah, I think Ellinger's just gonna feed him. Okay, I don't know. I might go back in and uh, put him back in. All right, here, I'm going to do a league recap real quick, then we'll get out of here. Sounds good. Uh, TBC, the Turlip Old Champs, which is me, beat the Basement Dwellers, which is you, 111.94 to 65.60. TBC is 1-6, Basement Dwellers 2-5. Shit performance. Yeah. Was going to pick up a kicker Monday night if I was close. I was down like 40. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, Um. what I don't understand is how I got the uh, – underachiever but yet the biggest blowout win i don't i guess that's uh your thing uh your performance thing then probably okay all right uh just joshin beat three ways a 106 to 74 just joshin's five and two three ways a is three and four hoagies heroes lost to chandler 121 46 to 152 56 hoagies is four and three chandler is five and two pickle nate lost to adar uh Adar had one twenty one eighty eight. Pickle Nate ninety four thirty two. Pickle is four and three. Adar's two and five. Wadi beat Dirty Duff one thirty five fourteen to one oh five two two. Wadi four and three. Dirty uh Dierte Doof oh and seventh. Dierte. Dierte Duff. Also uh, shout out Adar for getting uh two technical fouls in a men's league basketball game. Nice. Bring that trash talk. All right, the match of the week goes to Ball Fallers beat that douche greasy 150-40 to 143-02. Uh, Ball Fallers 6-1. Douchebags 6-1. Take us home, buddy. All right. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Dirty 30. Make sure to check us out on all of the socials, Twitter, Stone underscore podcast, S-T-O-N-E-D underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Instagram, Stone Sports Podcast. Make sure to check out uh, the show on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, all that fucking shit. Um, Stone Sports available on all platforms, half ounce, half hour available all all platforms live twitter um 10 o'clock not 11 o'clock 10 o'clock on thursdays now for the half ounce half hour and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week thank you very much jimmy Oh, oh, oh.